What's up, y'all? Hey, everybody. You are listening to Rich and Sierra, and we are doing our Random Things segment podcast uh, where we both discuss five random things that we thought throughout the day. Um, Today is January 25th. 2021, and this is the most productive on the podcast we have been yet to date, so. (laughs) Yep, back-to-back days, let's go. Yep, that has never happened for us, so that is a first time and a very positive thing, so let's get right into it, Richard. All right, so I guess I'll go first. Yep. Uh, Listening to our uh, podcast yesterday, I came up with this one, uh, which is really is the clarity of of what we talked about yesterday as far as losing. Okay. Uh, and just listening to the podcast, I thought uh, if anyone were to listen to it, which chances are pretty low, but if anybody would listen to that episode, they might be a little confused with uh, how we uh, talked about ex- accepting losing and mm-hmm. how yeah, so how all that came about. So my first one is, what is the difference between a loser's mentality versus accepting L's? Okay. Um, I think a, a loser mentality is going in knowing you're going to lose and not trying your best to win um, and just being negative the entire time, if that makes sense. And then, like, losing, accepting a loss is more like you did everything you possibly could to win, and unfortunately you just come out of it with a loss, and you're not, like, upset about it. You're not, you know you did everything you could, so I don't know, maybe you have a different opinion on that, but that's really what I get out of it. So it's more about effort. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, for me, I think uh, the example that I brought up was Gary Vee. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that Gary Vee talks about with loss, losses or, or just losing <clears throat> is that um, we just need to know that losing is just part of the, a part of life and just part of business, part of anything you do. Us yeah. doing this podcast, like... It's obvious when you look through the past episodes how many L's we took doing this podcast. Like, we, from the beginning, we planned to do this thing every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did it when we started in 2019. Up until yesterday, we've done it. Three times? <laughs> four or five times, I think, within two years. Yeah. So that was a fat L for us. So, but... Uh, back to my point, it's just I think knowing those things are going to happen and then just dealing with it, accepting it, mm-hmm. and, you know, learning from it, like just like in sports. I mean, you just – and I think that's that's uh, that's the losing that I'm talking about that's okay is accepting it because you know it's going to happen and then just how do you react after that. And then versus a loser's mentality, which I think, I think I agree, is it's sometimes the effort, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just already having that losing in your mind, so you don't put as much effort into right. it. But I right. also think it's it's uh, 
sometimes it's just being delusional or being blind to the fact that losing is part of life and you just don't accept it. Like, like us taking that L with the podcast and then us having a mentality like we've, we've succeeded anyway. Like we're somehow doing pretty, I mean, we're, we're, we, we, we try to be a, as optimistic as possible with everything that we do, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean being blind to the fact that we took L's in the past. Right. And I think that's another, that's that's just another example of a, of a loser mentality. When you just, you're in denial and you can't accept the fact that you've taken L's, mm-hmm. and it's, which is okay, so. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with what you think. I was thinking more about, like, football in general over than, you know, just because that was the topic we discussed yesterday. So I wasn't really thinking about it full picture, but I completely agree with what you said. So my first question is uh, just to give you guys a little bit of background. Richard is Tongan, and so one of their, like, in Tongan culture, uh, food is, like, the biggest thing for them. And so this is something we – don't really have that often, but um, Othai is basically like a a fruit drink, and I just want to know, watermelon or mango Othai? Like, if you have to pick one, which is your favorite? So Man. hard, I know. <laughs> so wow. basically, all this drink consists of, if we were just going the watermelon route, it's watermelon, uh, coconut, shavings, pineapple, and sugar. That's it. And, oh, it's honestly one of the best things that, like, food-wise came out of knowing Richard. (laughs) Seriously, it's so good. Um, It's great on summer days. It's really great any time of the year, but harder to get when it's the, the fruit isn't in season. Um, but it is a really hard choice to pick between watermelon and mango. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of variations. Yeah. You know, with with everybody making their own and putting their own twist to it. Right. Um, a lot of people add milk or some kind of dairy. I know people. Um, Coconut milk. Um, has add um, what's that? What is this? Uh, mocha mix. Mocha. Yeah, some people add mocha well, mix. I've um, never had it like that. But yeah, a lot of people add dairy because the original. Traditional uh, odai consists of the coconut, which you get the shavings, and you also add the the water. Yeah, the juice, so which is dairy-like. So, um, man, that's a hard one. I'm not gonna lie. I know. I can drink watermelon odai like all the time, uh, but <laughs> every time, <clears throat> and it's definitely more common. I think I've had it more more times than the mango in my life, mm-hmm. but I'm going to have to go with the mango. What? I love the mango. Oh, I'm totally down for watermelon. That's the first kind I tried, and that's like, you know, to be honest with you, it's just so hard to get the mango one because you got to go through all those mangoes. You only need one and a half watermelon <laughs> to do the watermelon on side, so. Yeah, and I, now that you mention that, I think it's also harder for, um, for I'm a little bit more pickier with the mango or diet than uh-huh. watermelon. Right. Um, yeah, and I think it's it's a little bit harder for people to, to get the mango or diet to taste just right. But, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the mango. <laughs> that was a good one. 
Thank you. <laughs> Let's see. My number two is how do you spread good vibes on social media? Ooh. How do you spread good vibes? Okay. So, honestly, um, I don't really do anything on social media besides watch, like, that kind of thing, you know? But more recently, I've been, um, every time, you know, I'm on TikTok or on Instagram and I see, like, a small business um, posting, you know, because when you're on the reels or on TikTok, uh, as you're just scrolling, it just shows you things that you might like. And if I see a small business on there posting about being a small business, generally I'm more likely to like and comment just saying, way to go, good job, something, you know, like keep up, whatever, this is really cute, just because those likes and those comments can generally help a small business um, grow in size. So um, that's kind of how I spread my positivity on social, but that's about it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think think this came to mind because, uh, as you know, I'm always on Twitter, and as you know, there's always a lot of drama on Twitter. Yes. so a lot of times it's hard to find good vibes on Twitter, especially on my timeline with the with following a lot of sports uh, athletes, but mostly sports fans in, in general. And, yeah, when, you know, it's hard for people to talk competition when you're rooting for different teams or different players and at the same time be positive, uh, which I get. But, you know, uh, you know, if people really put in the effort, they, they can do both. So. Um, and I came across a Buffalo Bills fan today who, um, I guess it was a, a season ticket holder who always attend games with him just recently passed. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, so it was a, a, it was a bunch of, uh, of, uh, people commenting on, on his tweet. And I also, uh, just commented, the. The little prayer emoji uh-huh. that's usually my go-to. You know that's actually high five, though, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Oh. That's what people use it for, and that's what I use it for. Like, <laughs> it, it, right. it, I don't. I I've never seen a moment where actually to actually high five someone anyway. So <laughs> um, yeah, I usually give the thumbs up if that's the case. Yeah. Um, and then there was another uh, tweet um, today that I saw of. can't think of it now, but it was just another uh, tweet that kind of forced me to comment, uh, kind of like a good stuff or just a supportive tweet mm-hmm. back to that person. Um, so, yeah, I was just thinking about that a lot, mostly because it's so easy to get caught up in negative right. negativity on, on social media. So, right. um, yeah, we, we just need more people to spread positivity for sure. Yeah, awesome. So what's your your way to spread positive? Yeah, just that. Yeah. Just sending out, um, you know, good stuff. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, I see. Especially, especially if it's a tweet mm-hmm. that I feel like it's a, something positive mm-hmm. um, or even just a positive perspective on a certain topic that we're, that we're talking about. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, like just recently, of, uh, I think we talked about it in yesterday's podcast about you know, being a Raider fan, right? Teams you yeah. shouldn't root for. Yep. So there's a lot of Raider fans on my timeline 
uh, yesterday that were saying, if you're a Raiders fan, you should not root for the Chiefs, oh. right? Like, and they were like serious about it, right? So there, to me, they were spreading that nigga. That was kind of. If you're gonna not, go not, that far, just be like, you're a Raiders fan, so you can't root for anybody in the <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and, and and that by itself is not that negative, but people can make it way more negative and yeah. be like, okay, you're not a real Raiders fan, yeah. or uh, get off the timeline. You know, just say yeah. all kinds of off the wall stuff. So I get on there, and I'm like, man, you can root for whoever you want, you know, because I know there's a lot of people that kind of feel that, mm-hmm. feel, like, the same about that, but it. won't say anything, yeah. you know. And I think some people are just waiting for somebody to actually tweet something positive or the the same thing that they feel, and then and then they'll come and tweet after that or comment yeah. after that and then kind of, you know, feel good about themselves. So yep. nothing big but just, you know, little <laughs> things. All right, so my second question, this should, uh, it could be a hard one for you, but what is your favorite song right now? That is a hard one. Yeah. Um, but because I listen to music every day, mm-hmm. um, this is kind of easy, and it's so busy. Okay. It's the title. No. Is it so busy? I don't know. <laughs> the uh, 
to connect with that higher power and being is to read scriptures and I believe that so that's why I do it and I definitely believe I I get that from doing it. Right. So, yep. Awesome. Uh, my third one is uh, just a little bit of backstory. Biden having been elected president and officially sworn into office and all of these other things. Um, he is, today, he reversed a bill that Trump had passed during his administration. That Just had, today? Yes, today. To, that banned transgenders from being in the military. So my question for you is, what is your opinion on transgenders being in the military? Um, Trump banned it, so obviously he was against it. Um, what is your opinion? And then Biden reversed Biden it. Biden reversed it, So yes. now it's okay. Yes. Okay. I mean, right now, I don't see a problem with them being in the military. Yeah, me either. I mean... You know, the only thing I think about it is just the fact that some people are so against transgenders. And in that kind of environment... They could be in danger, you know. I mean, not that to say the that transgenders yes, can be in danger. Yes, only because like when you have people who seriously hate it, and maybe they're like higher up in the administration. Like, just to give you an example, like there are a lot of women who get raped in the military, mm-hmm. you know. So they could be under the same kind of scrutiny and be in danger. Could be, you know. Um, sexually abused or harmed in some sort of way, and I think that that ban kind of protects them from that kind of hatred. Oh, I see. But at the same time, I do agree that they should have the right to join the military if they want to. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a deep one, I think, and I just don't. It's not for me to to decide whether they can or cannot join the military. Yeah. So I do think that there shouldn't be a ban on it. I mean, a lot of things we're going to talk about is not going to be up to us. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's all our opinions. Yeah. But I was just going to say that I don't, um, uh, just don't feel qualified just because I, I don't, I don't know. Now that you mentioned that little detail, mm-hmm. that there's probably other details that we would need to know, uh, or that I would need to know before I actually like. 100% sure with my opinion. Right. Because, like, how would they be accommodated, you know, on day-to-day, you know, uh, right. like using the bathrooms? Like, right. are they going to be going to one bathroom or the other? Like, I don't know. Those well, little I things think I think they matter. All, I think they all have the same bathroom, and they all share the same area for sleep. I don't. They're not segregated in any way. Men, women. Men and, men and women? Yeah. Use the same not, bathroom? Yes. On... Like marine ships and things like that. When you're when you're out. In yeah, but there's group bathrooms, right? Mm-hmm. See, that's what I mean. I I, I would like have to know details <laughs> because all I'm going off of is like movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you're bunked up together, like 20 people in one one like building, it's usually one bathroom that they share. Yeah. Like all the men are, you know. So. Yeah. I guess we don't really know, but... But, yeah, yeah. with what I know, just on the surface of them wanting to, you know, be in the military, Uh I don't see a problem with that. 
that these volunteers <clears throat> would help them to appreciate um, what they have more. Yeah, I also agree with that. I think that's definitely something that they need to learn at a young age in order to really resonate with them and just come naturally to them by the time, you know, they're of age. And um, if you if we don't do that, then they're less likely, like, they need to do the volunteering and things because they don't understand that they need to have appreciation for all of these things. So it's definitely important, if you can, to teach them as young as possible. How, how young do you think you learned appreciation? Um... Well, truthfully, I mean, I don't think I understood the concept until maybe like 10 to 12, but I've never not done something for all of my family for birthday, Christmas. That was just expected as a kid growing up, you know? Like I would always be making a card, and at Christmas time uh, we had these like get-togethers at school where you would buy something for your family, like $20 would get you a gift for everybody in your family. And, I mean, I've never not gotten one of my family members something for their birthday or Christmas or made them something to show that I appreciated them. Yeah, I think I I didn't really understand the concept until I was in my 20s, to be honest. And I think I'm still I'm still learning appreciation now. And um, I think everything starts with the family. And just thinking back to my how I grew up, mm-hmm. we've we've always done like we've always done things for other people more than ourselves, always. And but there was never like a time where that was taught why, you know, it was never verbally taught. And I think, um, and I and I say my twenties because I'm just trying to think back. I think even through high school, um, I don't know, I could be wrong, but as far as I can remember, I think it was my late teens, mm-hmm. uh, early 20s, and especially when I went back to the islands after I graduated high school, I started to, like, appreciate little things um, in my life, like hot water, <laughs> um, a toilet that flushes, right? little things like that, but... Um, yeah, personally, I think, and and I think it's that because I've never really searched it myself, and you know, I think sometimes you can you can do all the right things and do service for others your whole life and still not understand the concept until you actually just search it for yourself. So yeah, no, I agree with that, and I mean, we did grow up a lot differently than each other. Like, um, I mean, I think I probably learned that so young because of how I grew up and just the things that I I knew I didn't have and that I did have and especially growing up with my grandparents I was always really appreciative of them and their sacrifice for me so that probably plays a huge role into it that I didn't really consider until you brought it up um well I, I think just knowing a little bit of your background so I think it also helps that you You've gone through a lot of things that are not not a lot of kids go through at a young age. Yeah. So, you know, when you go through 
dramatic things at a young age, you you see things that that the average kid doesn't see, and so it, you kind of like, yeah, you just have a different perspective, and you kind of are, are forced to grow up quick. So right. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think it depends on on growing up for sure. Yeah. Cool. So my last one. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of a lot of things on social media as far as uh, Kobe's memorial tomorrow marks mm-hmm. the the one year the one year yeah. since he um, him and his daughter died and, and the rest on the helicopter. So my fifth one is how do you want to be remembered when you're no longer here? Mm. Yikes! Okay. Um, honestly, off the top of I my head, I don't really know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a little, that's a little much. How right? do I want to be remembered? Thing, maybe at least one thing you want to be remembered for. Um, I mean, I guess I would like to be remembered as somebody who was open to changing who they are, like, based on, like, like, if you had met me, let's call it five years ago, I was an extremely negative person. I cussed a lot. I, you know, all of these different things that I did that weren't really positive. Um, And I feel like since then to who I am now, I've completely, like, changed myself for the better and I'm still changing every day on things I learned but I just think I'd want to be remembered for you know just never settling for who I am right now and always wanting to change cool I think for me I just just been thinking about it now actually um the one thing or one of the things I want to be remembered for is just that I was honest. I think. Mm. Yeah, and I think that that's been a strength of mine uh for most of my life and <clears throat> I just started to think while you were talking that you know, I I know I'm not the most caring. <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm probably not the most appreciative. You know, there's all those good things kind of just know yourself and I know yeah. I'm not I'll, you know I know which which are not my strengths um, but I think uh, being honest um, even to a fault that's, that's been one of my strengths and and I just want to continue to to exercise that and develop that honesty to to a point where you know it's something that is recognizable um, from others about me and, yeah yeah I would definitely agree about that in you. Uh, can I, like, turn that on you and ask? I mean, I don't want that to be my fifth question, this this little side question, but um, can we answer that about each other as well? Like what I would want you what to be you, remembered? What you would remember about me and what I would remember most about oh. you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't see why not. Okay. So me first? Yeah. I think right now, I think uh, what I would remember most about you 
is that um, you have good intentions. Like, you would want the best. Yeah, you always want the best. That's what I would say. I always want the best. Yeah, maybe misunderstood. Maybe not, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe misunderstood by some. Um, not appreciated by some. Yeah, <laughs> not. Okay. Not open to some. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. probably not a lot that really knows you. So that's something that I would probably be saying on on my speech during your funeral. <laughs> I would not want a funeral though, just so we know. Yeah, but we're talking, so we're gonna have one for you. Mm, like, let's not though. You're not gonna be in Georgia, <laughs> <laughs> but um, if if it were you, um. You know, we always talk about you not being caring, <laughs> but to your family, you care the most about them. To me, about me and the kids, and I wouldn't necessarily call it caring. I'm thinking more along the lines of you love your family so deeply, like that you're willing to do anything for them, and. Um, you know, it's like, like, you never see us in your dreams, the nightmares you have about (laughs) not caring about people, but you care about us so much that I think you don't ever need to dream about that. So, that would be one thing that I would say. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then my fifth and our last question of the night is, um... What is one daily thing that you do, like, on a daily basis that mm-hmm. you love and one thing that you hate doing? Like, on a daily basis. Yeah. So, it, I mean, daily, weekly, whatever. Um, I'll Often just give, enough. Yes. I'll just give you one example. The thing that I loathe most is doing laundry. <laughs> Richard laughs because he does all of our laundry. I don't do the laundry. (laughs) So that is the thing I dislike the most. And if I'm thinking about the thing I like most doing, um, probably just hanging out with you and the dogs. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, something that we dislike the most um this should be easy because I think there's a I was thinking you were going to say dishes I that's actually I was going to say that first you could say cooking because that's Um, not good (laughs) I think I was I think I'm going to have to say clean up the bathroom okay because that's like never happens yeah he does not yeah like all right you got to clean up like okay yep Yep, I'm going to say clean the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then um, what I enjoy most, I would have to say doing 